Do you like free stuff? I do. BlueprintMCAT.com. Go sign up for a free account. Get access to Blueprint MCAT's Diagnostic, Blueprint MCAT's Full Length One, Blueprint MCAT's amazing brand new space repetition platform with over 1,600 flashcards already made for you, as well as their amazing study planner tool. Schedule out the content so you know if you are on track to take the MCAT when you need to. Again, that's blueprintmcat.com for all of those free goodies. The MCAT Podcast, session number 114. A collaboration between the medical school headquarters and Blueprint MCAT. The MCAT Podcast is free MCAT prep to help you understand the MCAT, teach you how to break down questions, and give you the skills and confidence to get the score you want on your MCAT test day. Learn more about Blueprint MCAT at blueprintprep.com slash MCAT. Welcome, welcome back to the MCAT Podcast. My name is Dr. Ryan Gray, your host here every week where I have a, an amazing discussion with a member of the Next Step Test Prep team. Uh, historically, it's been Brian Snedeker, but now we have Clara for the last several episodes as Claire brings us through the final stretch of Next Step Test Prep Full Length 10 and beyond. We're covering the MCAT podcast, Cars Passage Number 6 in this episode. Enjoy. All right, Clara, last week you uh, were merciless with the passage, or I guess next up, Full Length 10 was merciless, um, if that's the right word, for for um, just dominating me. Uh, I think I got one right out of the four. Hopefully this week is a little bit better. Will you promise me so. it's a little better? I, I promise. I All feel right. pretty safe promising. This is a fun passage. All right, good. Uh, so let's go ahead and read it. All right. Passage six. In December 2012, billionaire hedge fund manager Bill Ackman placed a highly publicized and high stakes wager. Certain that the American nutrition company Herbalife was doomed to fail, he executed a $1 billion short sale on the company's stock. Ackman had one primary reason to bet against Herbalife. The company, which sold protein shakes and multivitamins to thousands of distributors worldwide, functioned under a multi level marketing, or MLM, business model. Instead of filling sales positions with salaried employees, MLM companies rely on non-salaried consultants or distributors. Consultants earn a commission for products sold, but most rely on a separate, much larger source of income, bonuses or additional commissions paid as a result of sales made by their recruits to the company. This model had convinced Ackman that Herbalife, along with other MLMs, was nothing more than a pyramid scheme, an illegal business model in the United States and many other countries. Ackman's claim certainly was not without support. MLM-style businesses have existed since at least the 1920s. In fact, one longtime MLM, cosmetics company Avon, was founded as the California Perfume Company in 1886. Throughout this long history, hundreds of thousands of consultants have lost money, often due to large or regular purchases of inventory, initial fees, or travel expenses associated with motivational events. The Statistic Brain Research Institute estimates that of more than 18 million individuals directly involved in MLM businesses, 99.7% lost money. Many of these individuals were attracted to these opportunities by promises of dictating their own schedule or being their own boss. 
and a large proportion were mothers or fathers, some of whom went into significant debt to pay for their future business. In recent years, some MLMs have been accused of encouraging consultants to take out loans to pay for inventory that they often fail to reimburse if the consultant chooses to leave the organization. Nevertheless, vocal supporters of MLM businesses certainly exist. Tiffany Ruiz, a recent recruit to Cutco Corporation, an MLM oriented around sales of kitchen knives, vehemently uh, defends the controversial business model. You get out what you put in, said Ruiz. Plenty of consultants lose interest quickly, and of course they suffer a financial hit. But the network associated with Cutco is amazing, and I get to keep a portion of the sales from everyone I recruit. In fact, Ruiz's recruits, or downline, are non-existent as of yet, but she feels certain that this is about to change. With an established downline, she'll be able to start earning back her initial investment, used to acquire a set of knives for demonstrations to potential customers. All right. (laughs) All right. Well, first of all, I love Cutco since I sold Cutco (laughs) in college. And if all of you are in college right now listening to this and you're looking for some money, I recommend going and selling Cutco because being a salesperson is an amazing or having those skills is an amazing skill to have. So anyway, um, I'm not pushing the MLM uh, world on you, though. <laughs> it's, it's funny. It's, I, I, it, I've never really, uh, this is a complete aside, I've never really thought of Cutco as an MLM, although it is. Um, I guess I never got high enough up to the ranks to start recruiting people under me. But anyway. Um, Cutco is more focused on sales than recruiting. So they... You know, there, there's some variation, but yeah. <laughs> this will be a good exercise in answering questions outside of your own knowledge, right? Yeah. yeah, it'll be interesting. All right, so question 31. Mary Masterson, a friend of Tiffany Ruiz, works full-time as a consultant for Herbalife. All of the following individuals are expected to benefit from the sales of Miss Masterson's downline, except A, Miss Masterson herself, B, Bill Ackman, C, Herbalife Upper Management, or D, the downline consultant who made most of the sales but who joined Herbalife only a month ago. So the question is, all of the following individuals are expected to benefit from the sales of Miss Masterson's downline, except. So Miss Masterson's downline are all the people who are selling uh, under her, who she recruited. Their sales are... Um, uh, getting bumped all the way up to uh, everybody above, including Bill Ackman, including upper management, including the uh, Mary Masterson who recruited these people, except the person who um, is a downline consultant because they are a kind of individual person out in the world unless they go and start recruiting their own people. So I would go with D. D is tempting here. But you know what? It's really easy to fall for this one because you were totally right about getting rid of A and C, right? So you got rid of oh, A and C because they were people Oh, it's the hedge above. fund manager. It's I was, <laughs> oh, Bill Ackman. We, I was like, oh, yeah, he must own Herbalife. That's, uh, <laughs> we <sighs> just see Bill Ackman. We see billionaire, and we assume, oh, wow, he's way up at the top, right? He benefits yeah. from everything. But we don't see that Bill Ackman actually, they say, made a bet against Herbalife. So yeah. he's not invested in Herbalife. Ah. <sighs> <laughs> man you tricked me <laughs> it's tricky for sure yeah. yeah so so without going back and just glancing saying okay bill is this person miss masterson is that person or by upper management is self-explanatory i just made the assumption oh bill ackman i even forgot about 
um, the the hedge fund management, and I'm like, oh, Bill Ackman must be the the Herbalife owner. <laughs> I'm like, oh, <laughs> yeah. Easy to do, but yeah, for one like this where we know exactly where everybody's discussed in the passage, it it doesn't hurt. Just go back to Bill Ackman. It'll only take like ten seconds, and it can save us from making a mistake. Yeah. Okay. All right. Great. Um. All right. So the answer to that one was D. By the way, if it wasn't clear, um, or was sorry, it was no, Bill Ackman, B. but D yeah. D was the one you'd crossed out. But D, the, oh, I I see. So the reason why you crossed out D was because um, it says the downline consultant, but yeah. it says the downline consultant who made most of the sales. So since she made most of the sales, she would benefit from them. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Um, moving on. Number thirty-three. An assumption implicit in paragraph three of this passage is that. Choice A, Ruiz is able to maintain interest in Cutco better than the consultants who end up losing money. B, individuals who joined MLMs recently tend to defend them more wholeheartedly than individuals who have been with them for an extended period. C, Ruiz is unlikely to ever recruit individuals to fill her downline. And D, Ruiz is unlikely to earn back the value of her initial investment through direct sales alone. All right. Assumption implicit in paragraph three. So paragraph three is all about Tiffany Ruiz. She's a recent recruit. She defends the business model. You get out what you put into it. Plenty of consultants lose interest quickly. Uh, they suffer a financial hit. The network associated with Cutco is amazing. I keep a portion of the sales of everybody who I recruit. Um, and she says that her downline is non-existent, but she feels certain that is about to change. Um, all right, so assumption implicit. So Ruiz is able to maintain interest in Cutco better than the consultants who end up losing money. That's potentially it because she's like super passionate and interested. So I'll keep that one in my back pocket for now. Individuals who joined MLMs recently tend to defend them more wholeheartedly than individuals who have been with them for an extended period. I'm not sure that they're trying to tell us that, so uh, I'll leave that one for now. C. Ruiz is unlikely to ever recruit individuals to fill her downline. She's saying she's about to change that, so I, would, I wouldn't say that one. And Ruiz is unlikely to earn back the value of her initial investment through direct sales alone. Again, I wouldn't say that because it says um, she'll be able to start earning back her initial investment used to acquire the set of nice. Um, so I would go. Um, uh, I would go with a. I think that she's able to maintain interest in Cutco better than other consultants who end up losing money. So. <laughs> <laughs> This one is an exercise in reading carefully um, because – so A, A is not correct, but I can see why you picked it. Um, but the correct answer here is actually D. Um, and so you saw so, – so the reason why you got rid of D was because of part of the last sentence says she'll be able to start earning back her initial investment, mm -hmm. uh, which seems to contradict D. But the beginning of that sentence says, with an established downline, she'll be able to start earning back her initial investment. So that sentence is implying that she'll be able to start earning it back when she has an established downline, which is to say people selling under her. So it's implying that, well, she needs that established downline to start earning back her initial, initial investment. She's unlikely then to earn it back without an established downline, which would be through direct sales alone. Oh, uh, it's the direct sales alone mm -hmm. that... 
It uh, is. Because <laughs> she she could totally earn it back, according to, yeah. according to the passage, of course. I, I was going to start fighting you on that one. I'm like, this is a terrible <laughs> question, terrible answers. But uh-huh. it's it's that lat, the direct sales alone that is against. Indeed. Oh. And she might believe differently, you know, or we might believe differently. But it's asking about the passage. So so that um, means it's asking about basically what the author is saying. And the author says, with an established downline, that's how she'd be able to start earning. Darn you, MCAT. <laughs> um, but yeah, so the rest, so you were right in getting rid of B and C. Um, the one that you chose, A, um, is able to maintain interest in Cutco better than the consultants who end up losing money. They don't imply um, it anywhere, but I was like, it has to be yeah. the answer because D's not right. Totally. Yeah, that's, that would make A tempting, but we don't actually know how anyone... Um, feels about Cutco except for Ruiz. So everyone else, even the people who lost money, could be like crazy into it for all we know. So that's why A is not supported. I like Cutco. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> all right. Oh, I'm feeling defeated. Um, all right, question 34. Tiffany Ruiz would be least likely to give which of the following as an example of a benefit of her role as a Cutco consultant? A, an opportunity to gain interest on her initial investment. B, a close relationship with her downline, earlier Cutco recruits or others. C, the chance to earn income without directly making sales. Or D, the opportunity to work to gain advantages associated with downline recruits. And so this is a least likely one. So like an accept one, you have to be careful, um, Mm -hmm. would be least likely to give which of the following as an example of a benefit of her role as a Cutco consultant. Um, so a right off the bat stood out to me as something that I don't remember, uh, hearing about interest on the initial investment because the initial investment is knives. So you're not earning interest on knives. Um, uh, <laughs> B, a uh, close relationship. She talks with the network. Um, uh, C, the chance to earn income directly, uh, without directly making sales is obviously the downline, which is uh, a benefit, and then D, the opportunity to work to gain advantages associated with downline recruits is a huge benefit as well. So I would go with A. You're correct. All right, finally one. <laughs> you got it. <sighs> yeah, and your reasoning was perfect too. Um, interest on that investment, uh, they never mentioned that. And yeah, the investment is knives used for demonstrations. So that's not going to earn interest. And I still have my knives from 18 years ago when I made my initial investment. So. <laughs> and it, it's a pretty small investment. I think, I think for my set of knives, this was back again, 1999-ish. Uh, it was like 125 bucks for basically a full set of knives that costs probably six, seven, eight hundred dollars. So pretty small. Wow, investment. not bad. And they they're still working today, full guarantee. And uh, <laughs> I just had them sharpened last year for free. I had a Cutco consultant come out, so that's my sales pitch for Cutco. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> awesome. All right, one more. So number 35, which of the following is most likely to be a defining feature of a pyramid scheme? A, its business model is illegal in the country where the business operates. B, recruiting customers to the company is encouraged with high bonuses or commissions. C, a key aspect of the business model involves recruiting increasing number of numbers of participants. Or D, nearly all early investors in the business lose money. So I, the key here is the defining feature, right? So some of these are true, right? Pyramid schemes being illegal in, mo- in, in countries. Um, 
the uh, high bonuses and commissions. Sure, that's always a a fun feature of a pyramid scheme potentially. Um, so, I, the the defining feature, though, I would say, based on what the passage says, uh, and, and maybe this passage is harder because I'm drawing too much on maybe personal knowledge um, instead of just reading the passage, but the the answer that really stands out to me is a key aspect of the business model is involves recruiting increasing numbers of participants because that's that's how it works is you just get more and more and more people and hopefully one of those will make some sales so i would go with c here as the defining feature c is correct all right yeah <laughs> finish strong here with those two yeah not bad yeah it's it's tempting to use outside knowledge um to to and that can be definitely harmful when you're answering questions but but here we don't here it's not too risky because defining feature of a pyramid scheme, um, that's kind of a general question. We know the whole passage was, um, you know, kind of focused on this idea of recruiting others and having a downline. So C makes sense. And all of the rest aren't necessarily true, right? It might not be illegal in the country where the business operates because the, the passage actually said um, pyramid schemes were illegal in the United States and many other countries, but not all countries. Um, and in addition, that's that's not a key defining feature of the pyramid scheme business model. Uh, and then same with B, uh, the high bonuses or commissions. And then D, nearly all early investors in the business lose money. Well, we, we know that from the passage, 99.7% of people as a whole involved in MLM businesses lost money. But we actually don't know anything about early investors. They could have made a lot of money. So we are safe going with C. All right. Um, that was a good one. That was hard, yeah. but good. Totally. All right. So there you have it. Again, that was Cars Passage 6 from Next Step Test Prep Full Length 10. If you haven't yet looked into full length exams for your MCAT prep, go to nextsteptestprep.com and check out all of the tests that they have to offer, all 10 of them, which you can get at a discount using the promo code MCATSPOD. That's M C A T. P-O-D at nextsteptestprep.com. Have a great week. We'll see you next time here on the MCAT Podcast.